Good day to you ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the first episode of Film Focus and the subject of today will be Captain America Civil War the spoiler free review. Well, good day to you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this podcast. My name is the Hypersonic Fifty Five, and I am glad that you decided to join me on the first episode of this podcast entitled Film Focus. Like I said in the introduction, now what is Film Focus about? Well, basically, I like film in its many different forms, and I decided that rather than just doing film reviews, I wanted to talk about film in its many different elements. But rather than talk about several different things in one episode, I wanted to focus on specific elements of film in each episode so that I'll have a variety of things to talk about with you and have you interact with them should you feel the need to do so. So with this first episode, I thought what better way to kick things off than to talk about the third entry in the Captain America film trilogy, Captain America Civil War. Now the film has just been released in the UK and we have been able to soak up all that goodness but unfortunately you guys over in the states still have to wait a few more days so I was aware of that before I made this episode so this is gonna be a spoiler free episode I don't want to go out and ruin anything for you guys because believe me those TV spots are starting to leak out just a few of those minor elements that really should have been safe for the film and I want you to experience the film in its entirety in the freshest way possible so I want to talk about this film be very vague but still be informative and then in a later episode talk some spoilers because believe me ladies and gentlemen there are things that I want to tell you there are things so many things so many glorious things that I want to tell you but I just can't because that'd be mean and you know I want you to experience this film in the freshest most non-spoilery way possible so that when you see these things in the cinema and it blows your mind you will be happy people at the end of it and then you'll thank me for it later on so with all that out of the way let's get started now with Captain America Civil War which is the 13th film in the Marvel Studios series of Marvel films and I could easily talk about any of the brilliant elements of this film but believe me this is where structure is required and if I don't have structure then I'll just go on tangents and get lost for many many hours and I don't think you have that kind of time so what I'm gonna do is break this down into sections of story characters presentation and then my conclusion but before all that I just want to give you my overall thoughts on Captain America Civil War and ladies and gentlemen it is easily one of the most delightful films in the MCU so far definitely in the top five possibly top three for me Coming out of Civil War the first time, it was just like, the, the, the smile on my face was just insane. The joy in my soul was... I have never felt this giddy since possibly the first Avengers, and that's how much fun I had with the film. And that's not to say that I didn't have fun with the other wonderful, amazing experiences I had with Captain America Winter Soldier and Guards of the Galaxy, but there was just stuff that goes on in this film that just hasn't been done before and 
as a long-term fan, seeing some of these things happen and some of these things pay off and some of these new things introduced, it's just like, it was like magic. And while the film isn't perfect and there's still things for me to nitpick about, at the same time, these are minor problems in the grand scheme of this beautiful tapestry that Kevin Feige, the Russo brothers, the writers and the actors and the CGI people have all just put together in this beautiful blend of gorgeousness. Oh, magic. Yeah, I'm going to be saying that a good few times in this, like, you know, review. So you can tell I'm a little giddy about this film. But yeah, that's my overall small man thoughts. So with that in mind, let's go about and move on into the story department. So the story of Civil War can be summarized as the following. After an international incident with the Avengers results in collateral damage, the government basically steps in to create a system of accountability, but not all the heroes are for this. On one side, we have Tony Stark who wants to go about and have the heroes put in check, whereas Captain America wants the freedom to go about and do as he pleases to do his heroing and not have the government looking over his shoulder and this creates a difference in ideals between the heroes and then we have our heroes on one side our heroes on the other and then they clash and that is the story of Captain America Civil War without going into the area spoilers the interesting thing about this film is that there is so many layers to it and so many details that haven't been revealed in the trailers or TV spots which is great because when you see the film for the first time especially if you've been keeping away from all that material you will be having a lot more fun and you'll be enjoying it a lot more what should be noted straight away is that captain america civil war is definitely a captain america film first and foremost a lot of people were worried before this film came out that it was just going to be avengers 2.5 and while it definitely does have elements of the avengers in there this is definitely a film that feels consistent with the Captain America Winter Soldier film in terms of the tone, in terms of the pacing and the character driven drama. This film has drama and I mean real drama. Never before in the MCU have the emotions run so high as this film divides our heroes in different ways and to see them go up against each other and to see these different ideologies clash and then see how it affects these characters personally it is literally the most dramatic material that we've had in the MCU so far and you will get the feels in this film if you're not feeling the drama I seriously think that you might be a robot because believe me I got I wouldn't say teary-eyed because that was more Winter Soldier for me, but this film definitely tugs at your heartstrings a little bit when you find out some of the extra details that go on in this film. And if you're a long-term Marvel fan, some of this stuff really makes you feel, you know? Another element I liked about this film is the different themes that it brings up, like freedom, revenge, accountability, and friendship. And the way it was incorporated into this story felt natural realistic and it definitely allowed you to process a lot of the moral and ethical dilemmas that these characters was going through and it proves once again that marvel films aren't just simple happy-go-lucky adventures that there can be some meat to these stories and i just really enjoyed 
the way in which some of these things unfolded as the story progressed and yeah it was just some really good material so with most of the story details out of the way let me talk about the characters because that for me is where the real meat of the film is and there is so much to talk about with these characters i wish i could give details but i can't so again i'm just gonna have to try and be vague and go through them all because there are so many people in this cast it's unbelievable and it's almost impossible to give them all a mention but i'm gonna try and do so and you know make it relevant so yeah let's firstly start with chris evans as steve rogers aka captain america at this point he owns the role he knows exactly the subtle elements that make cat such an enjoyable character he's a man driven by old ideals and he's all about freedom and he's all about justice and he doesn't like to have the government looking over his shoulder so to have him on the side of freedom makes sense and for him to also have to deal with the whole situation with Bucky trying to protect him and find out what's actually going on with him and at this point I just can't see anybody else doing a better job than him in this role right now so yeah it's good stuff really good stuff and Robert Downey Jr. once again proves that there is no other man that can do Tony Stark quite like he can. Robert Downey Jr. is a man that can act and people seem to forget that element when he's having a lot of fun in the MCU films but here we actually get to see a lot of emotional material from him, a lot of drama and he plays so well off of Chris Evans in these opposing sides. I mean, we've seen these guys butt heads before, but this is literally just like, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back. And it is handled so effectively. Like, you know, these two are electric when they're against each other. And it's just wonderful, wonderful screen chemistry. And speaking of screen chemistry, I wanted to go about and talk about two other guys that happen to have some good chemistry with Captain America. And that's Anthony Mackie as Sam Wilson, AKA Falcon and Sebastian Stan as Bucky aka the Winter Soldier. Both of these characters have ties to Cap in terms of Bucky being Cap's friend from the 1940s and Sam Wilson being Cap's friend from just a few years ago and it's interesting to see how they have different types of interaction with him but it's also cool to see their individual character moments as well. Bucky continues to be an interesting slash tragic character with his history with Steve but also his ties to being the Winter Soldier being some of the more intriguing elements of this film and Sam Wilson slash Falcon continues to be one of the most delightful characters in the MCU delivering the humor but also delivering a lot of the cool emotional support that Captain America needs in times of crisis and one of the other great characters that gets a lot of delightful screen time is Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. I've always liked her character and I think Joss Whedon was the first person to go about and give her a truly meaty role and Winter Soldier was the film that really solidified her as that spy-like character that I always liked from the comics and this film sort of course corrected her character from Age of Ultron back into the character that I really liked from Winter Soldier here she's again that spy that really kicks ass who knows about 
playing the field and being in the right place morally and ethically in the, at the right time and also helping out a friend when need be. I just love Scarlett Johansson in this role. She really kicked a lot of ass in this film. This might be my favorite version of Black Widow brought to screen so far in terms of being able to kick ass but also be able to have these really interesting character moments off the battlefield as well. Oh, but you know what? Yeah, I'm just going to have to skip to one of the new characters, Black Panther. Chadwick Boseman, who plays T'Challa, a.k.a. Black Panther, is easily one of the best characters in the film, hands down. Just talking about it makes me all giddy on the inside, because, ladies and gentlemen, I'd heard a lot of talk about T'Challa before the film had come out. How they were talking about bringing the character to life, using the elements of the comics, how they were going to go about and give him a very unique yet pivotal role in this film and my god Marvel Studios you did it and you did it well Chadwick Boseman brings this beautiful air of charm charisma badassery and beauty to the Black Panther character and makes him realized on screen in such a fantastic manner the cool thing about Black Panther is that he is a character who is very intelligent driven honorable and tenacious and when you find out why he's in the film and find out his motivations for doing what he does you can only sympathize and then love him more when he gets on the battlefield and starts kicking ass he is one of the most delightful new entries to the MCU and Chadwick Boseman just handles the character with such finesse style and I have never seen someone just step onto a screen and look so cool and have a badass glare on them since maybe Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Chadwick Boseman is the definition of badass and I can't wait for a solo film because he's just, he's beautiful. He's a beautiful man. I said it. Another interesting pair of characters come in the shape of Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen as Vision and Scarlet Witch. I really liked those characters of Age of Ultron, but what I really liked in this film was how they grew since the last film and how the writers found ways to create new hurdles and personal issues for them to fight through, not only together, but also individually as well. Vision continued to have a lot of the funny, thought-provoking and intriguing dialogue which made him such a fascinating character in Avengers 2. While Scarlet Witch had a lot of good, light-hearted, but also a lot of dramatic moments that developed her character in really great ways and made me like her even more than I did before. Both Olsen and Bettany have a great handle on what these characters are and I can only assume that they will get better in time and I just want to see more of them because I want to see these two hook up like they do in the comics and I want to see some, I don't know, Scarlet Witch slash Vision babies. Sounds strange, but believe me, it happened in the comics, and if the MCU is getting more fantastical, then it is not a stretch of the imagination to think that maybe five years down the line, this could be a thing. So let's go about and make it happen. Or not. We'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, I also really enjoyed the return of Paul Rudd as Ant-Man, because he was one of my favorite characters in the Ant-Man film from 2015 
and just to see him like you know flex his comedic muscles in this film was great but also to see him like you know a character furthered in the MCU was wonderful I also really like the return of Don Cheadle as Rhodey slash War Machine he had a lot of really funny lines and his role in this film was just wonderful and speaking of returns making this long overdue return was William Hurt as Thunderbolt Ross man that guy has changed a lot since The Incredible Hulk but he's definitely still a stick in the bud very attached to his like you know political ways and I really enjoy seeing him in a government role attempting to go about and keep the Avengers in check it was just nice to see him back in the MCU and I'm hoping that this is not the last we've seen of him because he was very effective in this film Emily Van Camp also returns as Sharon Carter from her role in Winter Soldier and it was great to see her role expanded upon to see her interaction with Cap and also see how she's furthered herself in the government since the fall of S.H.I.E.L.D. I also really liked seeing Martin Freeman as Everett Ross and just to see Martin Freeman with an American accent always throws me off every once in a blue moon because I'm so used to his English accent but he was really delightful he was a stick in the mud but he was a great stick in the mud and I can easily see that this guy is going to be in the MCU for a long time which will just you know make me smile so I'm all for it he was really good in the film and then we have Daniel Brühl as Baron Zemo who was a very interesting character and while he was not utilized in the conventional way that most Marvel villains are what I appreciated about him was his character motivations and the way in which he operated in the story and I can tell that there's going to be a lot of Marvel fans that will be not very happy with his betrayal but I feel for the way in which he was handled in this story he was useful and very effective moving on we also have the return of Frank Grillo as Brock Brumlow aka Crossbones and to see this guy return was such delight to me because even though Rumler was one of the more minor characters in Winter Soldier it was just great to see that delightful man come back because Grillo is such a nice and wonderful man he's a good actor and just to see him return in this role was just really nice he did a really good job here but the main person that I wanted to save for last was my boy Tom Holland as Peter Parker aka Spider-Man because Marvel Studios man you guys are doing it right you nailed the character you you did it well and I want to see Spider-Man again in a solo film which uh, I was always gonna do but now I, I need it I just need I need it because if you're like me you're a massive Spider-Man fan and you've seen five live-action versions of this character in the film universe so far with two really good ones a really bad one a semi-decent rebooted one and a god-awful sequel to that one and you know you might be a little spider-man out by this point but then you see beautiful young Tom Holland come into play and he makes for the most comic book accurate spider-man that we've had to date this guy is funny he throws the quips but they're not forced and he has just this wonderful sense of joy youthfulness freshness that just wasn't available with the previous characters and just hearing him talk 
and interact with the other characters on the screen is just delightful. Tom Holland just kills it in this role. There's just the right balance of seriousness and humor and the way he's introducing the film is so logical and natural and seeing Holland inside and outside of the suit was just just the definition of delightful. I never thought I'd be this giddy about Spider-Man again in my life since the Spectacular Spider-Man TV show. But this is just, oh, incredible. And, oh man, if I can take anything away from the characters of Civil War is that I need Spider-Man Homecoming and Black Panther in my life now. Not in 2017 and 2018, now. I got a bit of that flavor in these films and now I just need it more. Man, I feel like a crack addict, <laughs> but I'm just like, you know, I'm not addicted to drugs. Uh, but if Marvel is my drug, then yeah, crap, I'll take it. <laughs> All right, and now we're going to move on to the presentation element of the film. So when it comes to the presentation of the film, I would say it is pretty solid for the most part. Visually, the film is pretty darn good. There is some really nice camera work used for some of these action sequences whether they're the hand-to-hand combat you know sequences on the ground or some of the more grand more crazy action sequences in the air all that stuff is shot edited and crafted very well with some really good special effects for like you know some of the more fantastical sequences and I have to say in terms of the fight scenes themselves this is some of the best stuff in the MCU so far with some really creative versatile action sequences for every one of the characters involved everyone gets their time to shine whether they're a human or a super powered individual and obviously by now you must have heard about the famed airport sequence i'm not going to say anything about it but i'm just going to say that if you're a comic book fan who has read comics for a very long time and always wanted to see some of these characters go out in real life this is pretty much a comic book come to life in the best way possible and the first time i saw it in imax it was just the most delightful thing i'd ever seen in my life i have never smiled so much at all this beautiful chaos it's beautiful chaos is magic Glorious. That's not how you say glorious. You say glorious like that, but yeah, you have to say it like that. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. That's what I'm going to say. When you see it, you will just be like, oh my God, wow. <laughs> or you'll just be really giddy about it. I don't know. But yeah, I just thought, like, you know, the action in this film was incredibly solid. The only nitpicks I will have about the action is that one sometimes there was some shaky cam involved with some of the hand-to-hand combat sequences and it was a little chaotic and i will also say that while the cgi for the most part is pretty much very consistent very good i will say that there are certain sequences where the visual effects don't seem to mesh as well with the live action material and i wouldn't say it looks fake as much as it just doesn't look as polished as it could be and the Spider-Man suit. I adore that suit. It's very nice and it definitely looks better in the film on a big screen. But it just doesn't have that sort of practical look that the other previous suits had. Where you could tell that it was a real thing. 
I'm not sure if there was a real version of the suit that Tom Holland was wearing during the film, but it does still look a bit CGI-ish. But again, that's a nitpick, because the suit does look great, and when Spider-Man's in it, he does look fab. So, you know, there's that. So to conclude, ladies and gentlemen, Captain America Civil War was just a heck of a lot of fun. It was a solid follow-up to Winter Soldier and gave me pretty much everything I wanted for a third entry in the Captain America series. Now, there are nitpicks in the film when it comes to certain character motivations and story elements, and I, like I said before, there's a few things I can nitpick about the special effects, but the pros outweigh the cons by miles, and again, this film had me smiling so much because of the attention to detail when it came to, like, the use of the comic book source material in some of the action sequences. The film is just delightful, and you'll be hard-pressed to find anyone that didn't enjoy this film, especially when it came to the use of Spider-Man and Black Panther. So yeah, like, you know, is it, what can I say? Go out and watch the film, enjoy it, come back to me, discuss it with me, because I would love to hear people's thoughts about this, because I've already seen some of my mates on Facebook talking about how they had certain opinions about the film, and it'll be interesting to see if the world has some of those similar opinions. But obviously I can't talk about that until we get into spoilers. I'll hopefully do a spoilers-based episode in the future. Hopefully not too long in the future. And now I turn it to you, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to hit me up, talk about anything that I talked about in this episode, or give me some constructive criticism, whether you liked it or you hated it, just let me know. Give me an email at thehypersonic555 at gmail.com. That's where you can hit me up. And I would love to discuss, you know, some of this stuff with you in a larger capacity. So, yeah, that's me done. Hopefully you found this episode of this podcast informative. Maybe a little funny. I'm not too sure. This is my first time trying this. So, you know, hopefully I can improve because believe me, I can tell that I'm very rusty from the days when I used to do YouTube reviews about two years ago. With all that being said... Thank you for listening to the first episode of Film Focus, and I will see you on the next episode. So until then, this is the Hypertron 55, signing out.